0: Good morning, good morning, my friends. I love, love, love today's subject. We're gonna talk about money. And I got this nice little song going, money loves me and I love money. Money loves me and I love money. At that very instant, maybe many of you are going, oh my God, what is mm-hmm. she saying? I can't believe it, she's so materialistic. And you know, I can see them going on and on. Monique, can you get what I'm trying to say here? Like people going, oh, Unbelievable, Especially for Canadians. We're so darn polite. If somebody steps on our foot, we say, I'm so sorry, my foot was under yours, right? Okay, guys, let's get with the program here, okay? If you are not comfortable with the word money, and I want money, money will never be attracted to you. Money is only attracted like a magnet to people that intentionally attracted. So welcome everybody today. today's podcast, it's Principle 57. You get what you focus on. We will dive deep into the transformative uh, power of the focus of intentionality. Now I need you to get comfortable with the word money. I need to, you to be comfortable with the word cash. I need you to be comfortable by saying, I like money. I need you to get comfortable with uh, um what money can provide for you like we, we need to really dive deep into this this question of where does it come from all this negativity when it comes to money i'll tell you where it comes from religion <laughs> so if you listen to the movie the secret you're going to understand how it was driven in the peasants heads poverty was the only way to get through heaven because it allowed the rich people to get richer huh so we had all these people building castles and and uh, building um, churches for free because it wasn't holy to ask for money. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay, guys. So it's understanding where our deep rooted negativity comes from. But I'm going to tell you something this morning, okay? And this is, you know, from Maria Mariano, 41 years in multi-level marketing, 36, 38 years I I lost count being married coming from a mom and dad that immigrated to canada in the late 1960s uh, from italy that got comfortable amen i got comfortable sabrina and marie pia with the word money because where they came from everything was done for free this is what you have to understand because they were raised that way you know on and on and on and and if you wanted to step out of that and really live your life dream well you have to get out and that's what my parents did so you have to ask yourself Am I ready to step into the abundance of financial freedom? Actually, write down that question. Am I really ready? You know, because you got to decide. You got to decide to be wealthy. Yes, it's a decision of the vision. And you got to put clear what is the vision of money for you. Okay, you need to break free from the limitation and where these limitations come from, Uh, you know, uh, Stephen Covey called it the paradigms, the paradigms, what are your paradigms revolving around money, what are they, and how can you change those around, so I've been very fortunate that my parents started by breaking the chains of poverty by immigrating here. And then from there, my parents joined a multi-level marketing business. Yes, Tupperware, which is actually a personal development program. Like for, first and foremost, it's a personal development program. So yesterday I had a director, an ex-director, that's trying to explain to me why she didn't make it as a director. And, and I looked at her and I said, well, how about if we say this instead? Rather than recruiting didn't work for you, how about if you take responsibility? Monique, do it. I am responsible, right? take responsibility and say, I wasn't ready to put in the consistency needed to make recruiting work. How's that? And of course, it went right over her head, because if you have limited beliefs, you will create a world that supports your limited beliefs. I'm saying to marie and I'm laughing with her, she didn't understand anything, but it really, without knowing, going to drive the podcast of today so this is what happened to me this is what happened to me when when i turned really 60. it started a little bit earlier than that but but the paradigm got really shifted i can even tell you the day where my paradigm went whoa okay so in my household the children did the cleaning nothing wrong with that but of course it didn't allow me to follow dancing classes or to do gymnastics or to do whatever, you know, personal development activity I could have done because cleaning the house was the curriculum in our home. Everybody follow me, right? While my friends were going to ballet or my friends were not. Anyways, I have this aha moment as I'm brooming the house, aha moment. I can even tell you exactly where I was standing. And I said, no, this is not true. And that day, I remember like it was yesterday that I made the decision of the vision. I was going to have a full time cleaner and I was not going to clean house the rest of my life on Saturdays that is not the way I was gonna spend my Saturdays. So it began there, you know, and you know, we always had hand-me-down clothes. There's nothing wrong with hand-me-down clothes, but later I can tell you, you know, always at 16, I visualized, I went to bed at night and I I dreamt, uh, Sabrina, that I would wake up in the morning, open my wardrobe and it would be a whole room of all brand new clothes. You know, I created these fantasies in my mind, okay? I, always later, my parents, you know, they always brought us to Italy for two months. Nothing wrong with that. You know, I speak Italian thanks to that. But it was always the same countryside, you know, in Italy with all the bugs and all the snakes and all the, you know, I didn't see Rome. I didn't see Venice. I always saw the Campania of Italy. you guys get me? So also came traveling five-star hotels new destination i dreamt of going to england i dreamt of going to south africa i dreamt and this slowly was created by the way which have all been done like turkey the netherlands greece um uh russia like i I, like over 60 countries guys maybe even more Over 100 countries so this is where became not just my village so i still go back to my village but while i'm i'm doing a trip to Croatia so i make it a point to stop two three days in my village okay and i could go on and on how about that dream home then like I, I i disliked my mom's home in the sense where there was only two bathrooms in that huge house so for me i started visualizing a floor for the kids so they wouldn't bother me a floor for, if you ever come to my house you're going to understand the concept for me a floor for the nanny i had a nanny and still today i have a full-time cleaner a floor for the guests well that doesn't really work out do you my guests sleep in the in the basement but doesn't matter it's it still as i i i re- revised my life i said i gotta share this with you guys because you know there's a decision of the vision of my kids i don't have kids and i want them, them to participate in all kinds of activities and then there's a the financial wealth and i could go on and on and on so i'm supposed to cover financial literacy but i really this is personal Okay, do not take this for fact. This is personal. I don't believe it begins with financial literacy. Financial literacy brings us to find a good job and keep it. Financial literacy brings us to me, myself, and I, in my opinion, you're welcome to criticize me if you want. I love criticism, makes me a better person. But what I believe financial literacy does is people invest in RRSPs, they maximize whatever the banks tell them. But at the end of the day, there's nothing in their life's planning to give back to the world like you will never walk in the hospital here Mezonov hospital and see their names on something they have given i walk in that hospital and you got the sapuros that dedicated a whole a whole section to the to the hospital you have this other family that dedicated all the sofas you under you guys get me okay financial literacy brings me to me myself and i i of course you must have some later on but i all i really believe i said to marika and sylvain that it all begins with this incredible life project purpose of being better for ourselves better for our family better for our community and being that person that helps people in need and then money starts rolling in and opportunities start rolling in. So before we get really deep with Sabrina and Pia, let's share the podcast. Do you want more money? Say yes, what? And tomorrow we'll put you updated with the contests and our top five participants. I'm so excited. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's growing, 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 and the best is yet to come. So with no further ado, over to you, Sabrina.
1: Thank you, Maria. And for sure, yes, as Maria said, we need to start with a decision. We need to really start with the decision of the vision. I remember I was, I don't know really at which age I decided that I want—I wanted to be a millionaire, but I think I was at the university. I was traveling, I was in Europe, because I spent eight months in Europe when I was at the university. And um, I met some people that they were traveling, and I said, "I I want to have this opportunity to travel all around the world. For me, it was a dream to do all the continent, and I know that for now, I didn't do half of the trip that I want to do. I know that I have more, but I remember, I think it became at this point, one of the places that I rent, um, they were showing me that, yes, they have some houses and different places in the world. And I said, "It's it's what I want. It's what I want. It's the kind of life that I want. And for me, and it's the important thing that for me, it was defined by you need to be millionaire to have more house, the different house uh, all around the world. Now I know it's multimillionaire to <laughs> achieve this level, but my vision was you, I need to be millionaire. And when I started working, I said, I'm able for my 40. So that the date was defined after. At the beginning i said yes i want to be millionaire and when i started working um the date it was defining it's when i started tupperware 11 years ago that with the mlm when they asked me to put date on my objective that i i've done it so it i took the decision with my vision my my i was 21 when i took this decision so I took this decision with my vision of what was being rich at 21. So it was being millionaire. The result is, yes, I've done it for my 40. Now, if I wanna go to the next level and I have a couple of house all around the world, I need to change my mindset to go to the 10 million net value and to To achieve this 10 million net value, I need to change my mindset because right now I have the millionaire one, not the 10 million net value one. (laughs) And they were defined that, yes, we need to do our net value. Because for me, doing it was helping me seeing that, yes, it's growing. I'm closer to my objective, but before to help you to do your objective i need to ask you a question for you what it mean being rich what what will be the things for me it, it was having different houses all around the world what is for you and write it in the comment is it the big house is it have different car is it traveling all around the world is it having a chalet, having a boat. What is for you being rich? And we need to know those those points that you and you need to know those things that will help you say, okay, I'm closer or not than my objective. Because when I invest in real estate, for me, it, it was I start to develop what i need to achieve my objective and i said okay for my one million i think that i need to have 10 doors so my objective was defined by 10 doors i did it before my 10 doors and i know that my 10 or uh door will bring me to the multimillionaire. but you can define it you can s- It's a progression, but you need to be clear, because being rich, it's not the same thing for everyone. I can tell you that for the people in Guatemala, being rich is just able to have a kitchen in the house and not a kitchen outside the house. So the rich people have a kitchen in the house. We don't have the same definition of what is being rich. (laughs) Rich people in Guatemala, it's because they have two plates per person. It's what's being rich. So here, what are your criteria? Write it in the comment, write it on a sheet. You need to define it because you will never achieve it if you don't put it on a list of what you want, And maybe being rich for you, it's able to give, for example, $2,000 per month to an organist. But you need to have this $2,000 per month in your bank account in extra to giving it. So it's why, because some people will say, oh, I'm not materialist. It's not material that will determine. Yes, but if you want to give to other, you need to have this money to give. If you don't have the money, you won't be able to give it. And um, when you will define it, after it, you will be able to really create the number of what do you need to achieve it. For me, because I'm doing the um, finance class, yes, I've done my budget. Because if you want to invest one day, you need to have a budget to say, I will put money aside to invest. (laughs) If you want to travel, you need to put money aside to travel. So you need to put it in your budget. And all those things will create the vision, create the decision that I will do it. (laughs) I don't know how many bank accounts I have, but I have some bank account for my next travel. For my next, uh, car. For my, I have all those bank account. Why? Because for me, it's creating the vision that when I will, I have benchmark. When I achieve this level, I can go to, I can buy it. Or I can just take my airplane ticket. ticket or I can, because I have those benchmark. So you need to have this vision. You need to have your vision board. On my vision board, I have, yes, uh, the millionaire, uh, multimillionaire status that I put on my vision board. Why? Because it's part of my vision of my decision. And what is being clear, your situation right now, it's the reflect of your thinking about money in the past. So, your situation of tomorrow, if you want to change it, it means that you need to change your mindset with the money today. If you're changing your mindset today with the money, in the next couple of years, you will change your reality. And Marie-Pierre, I know that you, you have a plan to help them define how many need do we need to live this dream life, because for me, if I want to have two or three houses all around the world, I want to go to those houses. So (laughs) I need to be able to afford the airplane ticket and the travel for all those (laughs) ones.
2: Yes, thank you, Sabrina. And that's exactly so you want. This dream life, but you want to be able to afford after that your dream life with ease. So, okay, maybe you write uh, uh, when the supernatural was talking, you want a bigger house, you want a nicer car, you want to travel constantly, you want to enjoy time with your family. So you have a lot of things. Maybe you write that you want a, a cottage in the mountain. So everything that you want. But after that, we'll go to see, is it really what you want? And how much will it cost your dream life? Because if you don't figure out the actual price of your dream, then you just keep them out of reach. So before going to uh, see how much exactly you need, my first question to you is how would you live your life with a billion dollars? You are now a billionaire. How would you live your life? So. I will tell you a story that came from the book of uh, Tony Robbins. so he's uh, an entrepreneur that is going from town to town is doing com- some conferences and they, he helped young entrepreneurs to translate their dream life uh, to what is it exactly so he asked that question how would you live with a billion dollar and. One young uh, man said, Oh, I want a private jet. Oh, a private jet. Woo. <laughs> so Tony Robbins, where would you want to fly? And the young uh, man said, Oh, I live in New York. And so I probably fly down to the Bahamas and probably I will fly to LA for some meetings. Okay. So we asked him, write down how many times you will fly in a year. So he figured out it was about 12 flights per year. Okay, now how much would cost a, a private jet? Okay, so if I go for a new one, it would be about $60 million. If I go for um, a used one, it would be about $10 million. Okay, so it's not including the fuel, the maintenance, the crew. And then, okay, let's look. If you decide to uh, look for the cost of chartering a private jet instead of owning one. So okay, it's around $2,500 an hour. So if you do the math, you realize that per year it would be $250,000. Okay, and now you don't have all those costs of fuel maintenance it's all included okay so maybe i don't want a private jet but i want to um charter one when i i need to travel so yes that's good and then another one in the class said oh i want a private island okay perfect you want a private island so do you want to be in the hotel business oh no 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 i don't want to be in hotel business (laughs) okay (laughs) so if you look at it okay you want a private island, okay, it would be around maybe $40 million to say, okay, I will have this island and I have to build a place. Okay, and then what is the cost to maintain your island, to have all the crew that you need to have this place that will be like a resort, a beautiful resort that you want to go um, for vacation and how many weeks? You will spend in that private island. Oh, not that much. (laughs) So then you realize, okay, I don't want to have that private island, but I want to always go to private island when I go uh, in vacation. So I will find some that I can rent and not own that private island. So yes, maybe you put it bigger, but what you really want, and I love the example of Marietta. And she always write, she wants a cottage in the mountain. Oh, yes, a cottage in the mountain, a cottage in the mountain. She realized that she do not want to go into the mountain. She doesn't want to go where there's bugs. So <laughs> she changes. So maybe you write something just because it sounds good, but is it really what you want? So when you take the time, reflect on it, then you go to find the real numbers. Okay, so you want that big house. What is it exactly that you want in your house? How many bedrooms? How many bathrooms? Do you want the land? How many acres that you want of land? Does it have a pool? Does it have a basement? What kind of kitchen that you want? Where is it in the, um, ge- geographically? So then go like on a centrist or a realtor and go find that dream house. How much is it? today. If you were to buy it today, how much is it for that big house that you want? So for me, when I found it, it was 2.6 million. Okay. So you write it down. You will add it up at the end. And then, okay, with that kind of house, you need some help. What kind of help that you need? Do you want a cooking chef? Do you want a housekeeper? Do you want a, a gardener? Do you want an assistant? Do you want a trainer? And then it goes on and on and on. If you are not sure how, what kind of help you can have in your house, there's some website of agency with all those kind of household staff that you can have. So go there and look it up. So maybe you don't have, uh, I, for me, I didn't think that. Oh yes, about the trainer. Okay, the trainer can ha- <laughs> I can have it in my dream house. So then, okay, you write it out. And after that, what kind of food do you want to eat? Do you want to go to a restaurant? I mean, time a month. Is it the fast food or fine dining? Is it only for you and your husband, or do you want to go with friends and family? and your great grocery what is it so again write it down and then you go for the same thing for your dream car what kind of car is it is it a spark car is it a luxury car what color what features that you want in it so do the research go on that website to find how much is it write it down and then for your travel okay your dream vacation what is it do you want to travel maybe in europe do you want to go um where it's <laughs> much hotter <laughs> than today <laughs> no not today <laughs> but <laughs> where you do you want to go how many times a year do you want to go and then is it a, a airplane regular or do you want to run that private jet Oh <laughs> To go where you want to go. So then you add all these expenses, so, and, and then you have your clothes, and um, your saving, investment, everything. So you have that total, and then you make sure that you add thirty percent to cover all the costs like taxes, uh, uh, gas, repair, everything. And then you have your total with thirty percent you add another 30 percent to make sure that you can live that dream life with no stress and you are you can really make sure that you can live this dream life so when you do the total, you will probably realize oh it's not that far because for a lot of us we picture that big dream And we say oh i have to make so much money and then you settle for so much less than what you can achieve so when you bring it back to reality you realize no it's not that far i can do it so i hope you will do this exercise and take the time to reflect on it to make sure that it is your dream life
0: i love it marie pierre and i want to say thank you to Lise and Matthew, everybody welcoming on Podbeam. I was taking a look. Um, It is so important, the warm welcome. Now, getting back to our dream life, you know, uh, I want to leave you with this, okay? I need you to take a moment to reflect on the powerful truths about your relationship with money. You really need to ask yourself, uh, what are some of the words, what are some of the thoughts you've been giving yourself that you haven't achieved yet multi-millionaire status. This is the question. Why do we still have debts? Why we're still paying a mortgage depending on our age? And I just want you to understand, I'm saying this out of my heart because at age 25, I was mortgage-free and I had bought a home in Montreal. I didn't buy a home in the mountains somewhere where I could say, well, I'm mortgage-free, but the house only cost $2,000. Everybody understands me? So I need you to imagine, I need you to understand that if you don't have a great relationship with money it's not gonna happen so just like a magnet you must be actively seeking what is it that i want from money what is it that i want as a return on money what you know do i place a high value for money for me money is very 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 important in my top five priorities in the top five number five is money making money my work before spending time with my, sib- my siblings and my in-laws and whatever and people say why because at the end of the day if everybody is wealthy in my family it's because we made money and we started everybody off in businesses everybody understands me so you need to connect this positiveness with money so you need to say to yourself in, in, a, in a way that's absolutely clear everything money is going to provide for you everything money is going to provide for your family think of the schools think of the the private help you can get because maybe your son is autistic or maybe your daughter needs extra help at school so you want to hire a private tutor i need you to think everything money is going to help you do for your community for people around you that need help so when you crystallize these wonderful visions of what money can do for you now how you're going to make that money will arrive to you you ever think that danny i said to myself i'm gonna sell tupperware are you kidding me okay that is the last thing i wanted to do i saw what my mother did and i didn't want that but at the end of the day i was driven there because i wanted to earn before i completed my 20th years old my first 100k now, when I started working at Greenberg's or in, and I went and passed an interview at the London Life Insurance Company that time, there was no way I was gonna hit those targets. So what happens is the how comes to you when there is that clarity. So you must take a moment and really focus on everything it's gonna do for you. Now, I want to leave you with this. Action is going to be the bridge that's gonna turn it into a reality. So my son right now, he's trying to find himself, and I said, this is how you find yourself, son. Keep moving, keep moving fast, keep working, anything. At a certain point, you're gonna have your aha moment. And remember, just remember, only with more money can you do more good in this world. So it's not just about me, it's about we. And when you think in the we, the big money is going to be attracted to you. We love you so much, guys. Hope to see you tomorrow morning because it's with confidence, with the values and the priorities and the principles in the right place that will you achieve financial freedom. We love you so much. Thank you. Monique. I'll see you tonight. Bye.